0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Sometimes the media find themselves the focus of the controversy they're covering. Case in point, the dispute over Kenya's recent presidential election. Western news outlets are accused of playing up the potential for ethnic violence. Meanwhile, President-elect Uhuru Kenyatta is forging ahead with efforts to form a new government, and the current government is cracking down on foreign media, ordering international journalists who lack the proper credentials to leave, while others will need special passes. Mukoma Wangugi grew up in Kenya and teaches at Cornell University.
1: This is not happening within a vacuum, and one of the ways I reasoned through this is by thinking of the 1982 coup attempt in Kenya. You know, I was very young then, but one of my earliest memories is us as a family huddled together actually listening to the BBC because at that point international media was the only way we could get to learn what was happening within our country. And the more the government became repressive, uh, the more we relied on, uh, on, on foreign media. And you think that's so, changed? I think that has changed, you know, looking at how, you know, Kenyans reacted to the recent coverage of the elections. And I think part of it is there was a CNN story that ran where they interviewed five or so people who were out in a a forest um, practicing war games. But when you looked at the video, uh, it just... It, it was very, very hard to take it seriously. And this is not to say that violence is not there. Indeed, on election day, above 15 people are killed in Mombasa. So the violence is there. But I think it's been a question of, of how the story is being told.
0: What's wrong with the way the Western media have told that story well, so l- far? L- let me
1: give you an example. When I was young, we were working with my brother and we found, um, you know, a crowd gathered. under uh, the center, there was a man beating his wife because his wife had come, found him in a bar, and asked him for money to send their child to hospital. Now, my brother intervened. And I've been thinking, if a Western reporter was looking at that same scene, what would they take out of it? Would they take out the intervention of my brother, or would they stay with the violence? And for me, I think they would just report on the violence without looking at the agency exercised by my brother. You know, And during the 2007 elections... Yes, the violence was happening. But at the same time, within those very same communities, there were organizations of ordinary people who coalesce together to try and stop the violence. Do you think
0: we're missing the story right now
1: of people stopping the violence? Starting with the presidential debates, uh, with the civil organizations, and so on and so forth, there's been a large push for peace. But I think when you looked at the international media reportage, that large push for peace ends up getting lost or being hidden behind the larger and, I guess, more interesting story of of violence. And I want to be careful here and say that I'm not saying atrocities are not happening. In fact, one of the most important things in the 1990s in Kenya was the reportage of the repression that was happening. So these stories need to be told. And, And Western journalists, I do believe, are in their trying to get these stories out. You know, here let me give you an example, right? If you think of uh, of September eleventh, you know, in the twin towers, you know, for me the first thing that comes to mind is, yes, you know, the people leaping off the buildings, but also the firemen. You know, you cannot think of nine one one without thinking of the heroic firemen. Within that single story, you know, if you're talking about ethnic hatred uh, in the Rift Valley, where is the human element? Why is that somehow not there? And I think a lot of Kenyans uh, reacted to that, have been reacting to that and in that reaction then you end up with uh with the government taking advantage of it mm. you know and threatening international media do you
0: think in some strange way that the uh indictment uh, against Uhuru Kenyatta from the international criminal court in some strange way helped him
1: uh yes it did it did because because now the icc is being conflated uh with western media western governments is this just a idea of everything from the west now is anti the country. And I think that's, we're in a very, very dangerous place. And we, meaning journalists, writers, we have a role to play. So we don't become this country where, you know, where we at nationalistic war, whether it's metaphorical or real, with all outsiders.
0: Mukoma Wangugi, an assistant professor of English at Cornell University. Thanks very much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank
0: you for having me.